Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Total Recall. They have a new album called Always Together, released in July via 1054 Records out of Australia. Right now, I'm being joined by Luca to share some more information about this stellar release, which she is super excited about. I'm super excited about. I know you out there are going to be super excited about this release. So, Luca, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you for having me and uh, everybody. Absolutely. Great to have you on. I mean, we're always together. I mean, now anyway. Well, you know, always together will be, I guess, you know. Absolutely. I mean, the, the the title the title of the album is uh, is related to the the meaning actually of the the entire band and uh, this band, uh, as you probably can see, uh, if you if someone is gonna see my not really beautiful face on the screen, uh, we are not uh, um, a newcomers. We are not newcomers, so we are uh, in the scene for uh, twenty plus twenty five plus some of us and. Uh, we were, uh, let's say, arrived at the end of our path. Um, we had our careers, and uh, um, most of us we were uh, also playing and touring outside of Europe, uh, outside of sorry, Italy and uh, in Europe. Um, but then, uh, uh, in 2019, unfortunately, uh, one of our brothers, uh, Massi, uh, passed away after. Uh, a fight against cancer mm. and this guy for some of us was really more than a more than a bandmate uh, he played and toured with us in several continents for 20 or more years and for two or others in the band uh, played uh, and toured also uh, with their previous band so mm, the sister of Massey told us that he would have loved to see uh, us coming back together after so many years. So we decided to uh, form this band uh, in his honor, playing music that uh, was not really influenced by anything uh, that was not uh, related to what was our experience. Uh, started in 1997 till, uh, till, till present day, musically speaking. And then after the release of our first EP, Wooden Scars, uh, we decided to record the full length and uh, we decided to call it always together because uh, as a tribute to Massimo, we think that uh, uh, mu- the music and the CDs or any type of digital release uh, is what actually really bring us together forever, no matter where you are physically, if you are physically on this planet or or another in another uh, universe or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're kind of excited that the album is out, and we really we really want to shout out to a big up for 1054 that uh, really believed in us uh, since day one. And uh, yeah, let's see how it goes. Exactly. Well, it's been going for a few months now. Uh, yeah, a couple months anyway, at least for the release of the of the record, and you've got the singles and the music videos. I guess the basic question, Luca, is how is it going? Is it going well? Well, uh, we 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 think it's going pretty well. I mean, we are we're seeing, uh, I mean, uh, interest uh, and uh, really good reviews. That that for us, that we are, uh, uh, you know, old school 
uh, is still something that uh, that is really important. You know, because when when you write an album, uh, you, of course you are sure that is the best in the world. <laughs> no, else you wouldn't put it out. Uh, but uh, in the end, it's really uh, what the public and what the uh, press uh, think about it that. Uh, that is also important to understand. It's not that it's the only thing that matters, but uh, it really gives you an idea uh, if you are on the right path or if you actually uh, achieved what you wanted to achieve. So we are uh, we are really satisfied with the reviews that are coming. With um, also we we did uh, some secret shows uh, uh, on invitation with people that actually not necessarily know us and uh, we were giving out uh, papers uh, uh, with the set list and uh, and and the songs and uh, we wanted to leave comments on uh, on every song uh, that we performed so yeah we are satisfied more than of course uh, we are more like this old school in this way you know and having a physical reaction uh, written or in person then maybe uh, going to see the stats on Spotify let's put it that let's put it like yeah because you mentioned a few times you know being a veteran to the scene uh, you did mention yeah. being incredibly good looking which of course you are and then uh, being old school versus new school what's you know over the last 25 such years how has the music industry changed do you like where it is now Um, I mean uh, if I like it, no. But if I'm, <laughs> if I want it, I don't know. You know, because uh, what I learned is that uh, also when we started, uh, I think we were one of the first bands in uh, the time. K again, playing low tune, uh, aggressive uh, music. So I, it was kind of new. Um, we created a new movement. We entered in a movement that we considered it being new, and uh, probably for the guys of the 80s, uh, we were kind of not their thing, if you know what I mean. Also, as as an approach and as, as a way of, uh, uh, let's say, uh, doing things. Um, over the years, I think that uh, the, the musician got detached by, uh, from the music, so uh, the bands are more and more uh, seen as a product and uh, mostly as a meteor product. So like a comet, you know, like uh, uh, you go, you do your thing, uh, you get your exposure, you're gone. And um, before, maybe there was more attention to the built up of the, uh, let's say, uh, music product. So. Uh, there was more attention on being ready to go on stage and because there was, it was the only place in which you could have a serious confrontation uh, with uh, with other bands. And uh, there were less videos, less photos, uh, less, of course, uh, attachment to statistics and uh, social media also because they were not existing, basically. I think that the music industry was then uh, really investing in band physically and uh, economically. Nowadays, I see it more um, as a facade and uh, the infrastructure changed. So there are less and less shows, less and less tours, 
or at least main, main, not mainstream tours, and uh, uh, is more uh, about selling uh, uh, online uh, music or uh, visuals or whatsoever. But I think it's also correct that it's like that, even if, even if I don't like it, because, I mean, the audience changed, no? So we are in 2021, and uh, 1997 is uh, 24 years uh, away. So the audience changed, and the, the, the way that they, are, uh, they want to uh, access content changed. So I don't want to criticize it. Let's put it like that. <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned stats a few times. That's definitely something, you, yeah, going back to 20-ish years ago, you didn't have access to those stats to pour over and obsess over. Is that, I don't know, affect, uh, affect at all how you feel about this release? Uh, you didn't have access but also, but you didn't the need to access to those because, um, let's say... Um, Nowadays, and I think about it, if you, if you put it uh, in context, uh, uh, if me and you wants to form a band tomorrow, right? Uh, we said, okay, let's, let's do a band. First of all, we can do it, uh, the two of us. We, we are not really forced to find other members. Right. Personally, I play bass, I play guitar, maybe you can sing, and then we write drums, we are done. Mm -hmm. uh, we write drums on the computer, we do our production, we don't need to, to go in a practice room but uh, we built up our songs. Um, we invest in uh, Pro Tools, uh, let's say, and uh, we make out a production that is kind of decent. Yeah. At this point, we, in, in zero time, we can make social media, uh, websites, uh, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is. Uh, we can do a photo shoot, we can do a video. Uh, we can put out this content in a really minimum amount of time. And if we have the skills um necessary and the necessary will we can actually create a buzz in a short period of time before uh, just to arrive at the fact that you were ready for a show were passing six to 12 months right if you know what i mean so yeah i think uh, it's, it's, as i said is is a different environment the infrastructure changed it did. It did, baby. All right. Now, speaking of a couple of videos or songs, we have Poison Flow and Seeds of Illusion. And then by the time this episode actually airs, Luca, more than likely Never Again will also be up. So uh, in today's show notes, uh, for those who are listening in, uh, there is a link to the Total Recall link tree so you can get anywhere you need to go for Total Recall, as well as links to the music videos for Poison Flow, Seas of Illusion, and more than likely, Never Again. Um, Poison Flow, take us through yeah. this track. What What is Poison Flow? Uh, Poison Flow, is, uh, we decided uh, we were not uh, really sure that was the one, the first song that we wanted to put out. Uh, I personally was more keen to put out a more direct song like uh, Seas of Illusion or Never Again. But then in the end, um, we decided for this song because um, 
it has inside a, a little bit of everything that uh, we put in our music. So it has uh, a, an hardcoreish uh, style, but also a more metal, dark metal side, uh, breakdowns, uh, uh, refrain, uh, um, dissonance, uh, dissonant parts, and everything. On top of that, um, lyrically wise. Uh, it, it kind of uh, represents the, the, the dark confrontation that uh, you uh, daily have uh, with yourself, you know, like uh, with uh, what, what they want you to be and what you are in reality. At the same time, of course, uh, you are not uh, anymore uh, in an age that you can uh, kind of... Uh, uh, don't care about anything and uh, be only what you want to be, but you need to compromise a lot sometimes, and this creates uh, a lot of uh, dark feelings, let's put it like that, within yourself. Um, so I think the song really is an example of uh, how a person that is uh, between the 30 and uh, 40 plus years can feel uh, in this today's society. Okay. Makes sense. Is that a theme that, that runs through the record? I know we chatted originally about, you know, the record and why it's called Always Together, but is that one of the themes that we're seeing on the record? Yeah, basically it's the main theme. I mean, of course, we, we did this band and this album and all the albums and releases will be a tribute to Massey. But uh, we decided to have only one song, actually, that uh, uh, speaks uh, uh, about him, and, uh, and it is uh, the title track, Always Together. Um, for the rest, the, the main theme of the songs, lyrically wise, is indeed this uh, continuous confrontation that you have uh, with yourself, uh, seeing what happens uh, around you with different eyes, with the eyes of a person uh, that is not, uh, uh, let's say, uh, uh, young anymore. Let's put it like that, you know. So with, uh, but that still has this uh, this flame inside and uh, sees that what happened in the end uh, maybe has a different dress, a different name, a different title, but in the end is always the same uh, BS. Uh, and, and this creates a lot of frustration. And you can see this uh, mostly in, um, in all the songs that we, that we wrote, uh, mainly lyrically, is Andy uh, doing his thing, but uh, we all uh, really, um, uh, let's say, find ourselves in the, in the lyrics that he writes. Mm -hmm. Very cool. All right, so, so far today we have chatted about Poison Flow, We've chatted about Seas of Illusion, Never Again. Again, the videos for those tracks are available on today's show notes. You can click those, and it'll take you to the YouTube uh, for the watching those videos. The link tree is available for Total Recall. And we've chatted about the album Always Together, out uh, July 16th via 1054 Records. What else do we chat about? Being veterans of the music scene, being incredibly good-looking. Uh, tribute to Massimo, we chatted about uh, how the industry has changed, the infrastructure has changed. Uh, over the last 20 plus years. Um, is there anything that I missed that we needed to chat about? Did I get everything? Oh, no. Luca? Uh, 
we covered uh, we covered pretty much everything and you know uh what can we say i mean uh, we could chat uh, about the covid situation but i did it in all the interviews till now and there's not much that uh, the the we can say you know about this uh, this the only thing maybe that is worth saying is that uh, there is a general impression that uh, this thing impacted uh, only the uh, let's say uh, small medium bands small medium venues um, and i always say in every interview that my prayers and thoughts goes to actually to the bands that uh, do this for a living or they try to sustain themselves with music. Uh, I personally know several of these guys and uh, I can tell you that it was not fun for, for them. Uh, people, they have a distorted image of what uh, being an established band is. Yeah. So it, it's not all uh, being uh, famous, owning famous clothing and, have, and having like uh, $24 million mansion in uh, California. So most of these guys, uh, they really need to stay on the road for 9, 10, 11 months a year. Uh, others, uh, they rely mainly on um, shows, merchandise. Uh, we all know how the royalties thing is with, uh, with the labels. So even if you sell half a million copies, you get a bunch of uh, $100 out of it. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, they got really impacted themselves and also people that work with them. So road is uh, road manager, tour managers, and I really hope that uh, we are gonna be back to normal. Also for especially for these guys, uh, so they can come back and um, you know do what they do and uh, this is their job and uh, and and I hope is all the best for themselves and uh, for them and for their families. Even though, of course, uh, I also uh, hope that this uh, teached the uh, underground movement that going to an underground show is not a shame and uh, supporting underground bands is not a shame also because with the, we know underground there is no mainstream. So before the COVID, let's say underground shows, they were not really popular. Um, in Europe, at least, and uh, I hope that this teach the lesson. Okay, beautiful, awesome. So those listening in, go ahead and go to the show notes, check out the link tree for Total Recall, check out the album, wherever it is that you consume music, always together, also as well. Check out those videos, Boys and Flow, Seas of Illusion, Never Again may also be available uh, by the time this episode releases. So Luca, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Thank you for having me and thank you for supporting Total Recall and good luck to everybody with this situation. We're going to make it. <laughs>